You are listening to Keystone Stock Talk Podcast, episode 22. This week, I will briefly chat about Keystone's upcoming DIY seminar series in Vancouver and Calgary. In our Your Stock, Our Take segment, we take a question from a listener about Tier Lab Corporation, TLB on the TSX, a growing optical health-related small cap. Is it a buy or sell? We tell you. Our star of the week is Soral Auto Parts, S-O-R-L on the NASDAQ, a little-known auto parts supplier in the Chinese market. Our dog of the week is a former market darling, Lululemon Athletica, Inc., L-U-L on the NASDAQ, which dropped almost 20% this past week. On a weak near-term outlook, is it time to be a buyer? If this is your first time listening, then thanks for stopping by. This podcast is produced every week for your enjoyment, and show notes are found at www.keystocks.com. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed or on iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter, at Keystocks, and on Facebook. Now let's dig into the show. Regrettably, I am falling, flying solo this week, as my former, far more handsome colleague, Mr. Aaron Dunn, is hard at work prepping for our DIY investment seminar scheduled for this coming week in Vancouver and the following week in Calgary. Never fear, however, you will hear his sultry voice on these airwaves in just one week's time. Now, speaking of our DIY seminars, we have been very pleased with the response. In fact, the Vancouver April 4th date sold out the 100 seats there in about 24 hours. So we opened up a second date and are happy to report it is now sold out as well. That is April 5th is sold out. To accommodate the demand in Vancouver, we also we moved into a larger room for our first segment on the 4th that can now hold up to 175 people. So we still have a few tickets available for the Tuesday, April 4th date. And you can check that out at www.keystocks.com. The Calgary April the 11th seminar date is sold out, but we are looking into opening up a second date so you can join the waiting list on our website at www.keystocks.com and see if you can get in on the new Calgary seminar. Now, as for the seminar itself, it is a do-it-yourself stock investment seminar. We are talking a number of topics, including how to put together your own 10 to 12 stock portfolio, one in the growth area of the market, so that would be small cap growthier stocks, the other in the DI or the dividend or income related stock area of your portfolio. We are highlighting a number of topics, including topics as simple as how many stocks should I own, but they are critical to your portfolio. And one of the more important decisions that you'll make is the structure of the equity or stock component of your portfolio. Now, we believe diversification can be your friend, but it can also be your enemy. So to beat the market, you cannot just be the market. Our strategy stresses quality over quantity in terms of the stocks in your portfolio. And we will give you simple and effective number of great stocks to help you build two critical equity components of your portfolio, the growth and income. In the end, these two mini portfolios will help you build a winning formula for your overall DIY stock portfolio. We also look at, of course, the most critical element is what stocks to buy. And we'll look at our basic fundamental criteria 
that we look at to evaluate individual companies. We'll also look at when to buy. Uh, we, in our DIY portfolio strategy, uh, we involve staggering purchase over a 12 to 18 month purchases over a 12 to 18 month period, uh, purchasing one uh, or less stocks every month, which helps prevent you from purchasing your shares at a near term market top. Again, very important is when knowing when to sell, and we will go over that. It's not just good enough to know what stocks to buy or when to buy them. It is also knowing when to sell. And we take you through our sell process, including primary valuation considerations, outlook, and the nature of the stock or the business that you're owning. Is it a cyclical versus a non-cyclical? And we also review the strategy of selling parcel positions, including selling half, for example, or a portion of your uh, original investment. We'll look at some insight into our methodology as well uh, that has allowed us to uncover some unknown and underfollowed growth stocks and dividend stocks in Canada and the U.S. So hopefully that gives you a good primer on what we'll be talking about at these upcoming seminars. We actually hoped to move these seminars across the country. We're looking at dates in Toronto, Edmonton, and a number of other Canadian cities. I'm going to move quickly to our Your Stock, Our Take segment. Uh, again, we're pleased with the response we're getting and the questions we're getting in this segment. This week, it's a question from a listener in Saskatchewan, uh, Tier Lab Corporation. TLB is the symbol. Now, Tier Lab is a diagnostic company based in San Diego, California. Tier Lab has commercial, commercialized a proprietary tier testing platform. It's called the Tier Lab osmolarity system that enables eye care practitioners to test for highly sensitive and specific biomarkers using nanofilters, nanoliters, sorry, of tear film at the point of eye care. The company's first product measures tear film osmolarity for the diagnosis of dry eye disease or DED. Now this year, TierLab posted roughly around $28 million in revenues, and that was up from $25 million. However, it continued to lose money, and we'd say globs of money, $19.9 million, in fact. On the bright side, that was down from $33.2 million in 2015. I'm not sure if there is a bright side when you're losing $19.9 million, but I guess when you're coming down from $33.2, it's slightly a bright side. Now, how far has the company come? Revenue has grown from roughly $4 million in 2012 to $28 million this past year. This is a definite positive. But the company, again, is not even close to profitability, losing just under $20 million on that $28 million in sales. Now, perhaps TierLab has good technology. Perhaps the company will continue to grow its revenues based on that technology, adding other products. Uh, at an above-average rate, it'll grow. But at some point, TierLab has to demonstrate it can actually make money with its great tech. To date, all TierLab has shown is that it is a great destroyer of capital, in fact. Uh, the company has a historical accumulated deficit of $512 million. This is for a company which the market currently values it at just $20 million. It's an astonishing amount of capital that it has been able to destroy. Now, our take, frankly, we're not surprised that Tier Lab was down 10% this past Friday and over 38% year to date. 
At present, from our opinion and our perspective, it is uninvestable. From our Stars and Dogs segment, it's time for this week's Star. Now we're going to look at our star of the week. That is Sorrel Auto Products or Parts. It's symbol is S-O-R-L on the NASDAQ market in the U.S. The company is a tier one supplier of brake and control systems to the commercial vehicle industry. It is a market leader for commercial vehicle brake systems such as trucks and buses in China. The company distributes products both within China and internationally under the Soral trademark. It is, uh, it is listed among the top 100 auto component suppliers in China. Now, this past week, the company announced its financial results for the fourth quarter of 2016 and the year ending December 31st, 2016. The stock jumped 18% on Friday, this past Friday alone, and was up 25% on the week and has jumped 116% in the last year. Now, what is driving the stock? Well, strong reported earnings growth is what we typically see driving most stocks long-term. Now, the fourth quarter numbers that came out from this company, net sales for the fourth quarter rose 45% to $82 million. Net income rose to $0.43 cents per share from 31 in the same period last year. For the year, sales were up 24% to $272 million. Net income was up 44% to about a dollar per share, up from 69 in the same period of 2015. Now, the outlook going forward for Sorrel is, is actually fairly positive. Uh, for the fiscal year 2016, management expects net sales to be around $300 million. Last year, we were looking at, or this past year that we just reported there, was about $271 million, so decent growth on that. And net income management is expecting in the range of 21 million. That would be up from up from around 19.2. So the growth is slowing, but there's still growth there. Now our take on this stock. On paper, the numbers look strong. Heck, with a dollar per share in earnings in 2016, the stock is trading at about and then with the stock trading at about 380 and change, the PE or price to earnings multiple is 3.8. Okay, you compare that to the market average of 19, and you know at this point we say something doesn't add up. It is true the growth that growth is projected to slow in 2017, but not that would not account for a PE multiple this low. And the company, like we said, is still looking for above average growth rates in 2017. So what is the issue here? Our issue and likely what the market, why the market is applying such a low multiple to the stated earnings on SORL is, is not really company specific. It deals generally with North American listed and China based stocks. See, Sorel Auto Parts is a Delaware based company, but it's operating in China through a 90% ownership in, in what is known as a Sino Forest Joint Venture. Sorry, Sino Foreign joint venture. Again, the numbers look great, but we are not comfortable with the accounting and auditing standards in Sino foreign joint ventures, as the track record of these corporations have been checkered at best in the past. We are certain that some are run by good people and keep great accounts, but the risk levels are just too high to justify an investment despite the tempting valuations on paper. 
And you can see that the market, despite what looked like good earnings, good solid growth, and a relatively decent balance sheet here, is not affording the company uh, any type of multiple, really, on the stock. So Sorrel Auto Parts is our star of the week, but we would steer clear of the stock. Now our dog of the week. From our stars and dogs segment, it's time for this week's dog. This week we look at Lululemon Athletica Inc., L-U-L-U on the NASDAQ. The company delivered its fourth quarter earnings numbers following the market close on March 30th. The sportswear maker shares lost promptly the next day more than a fifth of their value slumping to $51.79 on negative reaction to the earnings update. Now, the problem did not rest in the fourth quarter numbers, which were decent. It was the company's outlook heading into Q1 2017 that spooked the market. Net revenue in the fourth quarter was up 12% to $789 million from $704 million in the same period of the prior year. Adjusted earnings uh, clocked in at around a dollar, up from 85 cents in the same period last year. That was just one cent or a penny below what the market had expected. Now, looking forward into fiscal 2017, the company expects net revenue to be in the range in the first quarter to be 510 million, uh, or the 510 million to 515 in that range. Now, diluted earnings per share are expected to be in the 25 to 27 cent range for the quarter. Both these numbers are significantly below what was expected for the first quarter of this year. Now, the bears will argue that Lululemon's growth is slowing, making the stock expensive at 25 times earnings. Now, the bulls will argue Lululemon is operating in a retail environment that's incredibly fragile, and the setbacks like the first quarter outlook are part of the business. It's a bit like two steps forward, like we saw in Q3 2016, and one step back, as we saw in Q1, or seeing in Q1 2017. The the company's stock has seen double-digit price swings in seven out of the last eight quarterly earnings announcements, both to the up and downside. So expect continued volatility. Our take on the stock, earnings grew at 17% in the last quarter and growth is expected to slow in the near term in a tough retail market. The stock remains trading at a premium multiple or at premium multiples to the market at around 25 times earnings with a near-term growth profile that is slowing. We would remain on the sidelines at present. The stock again is off 10% this past week and is down 38% over the past five years. A great product for the most part, but it has not been a great investment for quite some time now. This earns Lululemon the not-so-coveted status of our dog of the week. I'd like to thank you for listening to our show this week. And again, you can follow us on Twitter at Keystocks and on Facebook. And also... Just go to our website at www.keystocks.com to find uh, information out about our research services and our upcoming DIY investment seminar. Thank you again, and profitable investing.